everyone, and welcome to Detroit Today on 101.9 WDET. I'm Stephen Henderson, and I'm glad you've joined us. A lot has happened in the last week here in Michigan when it comes to the coronavirus. We now have 334 confirmed cases of COVID-19, and there have been three related deaths. Testing is happening on a somewhat larger scale, although tests are still not as widely available as they should be. And actions are in place from both the state and federal governments to help people through what will probably be one of the worst economic ripples that we have seen in recent years. And Governor Gretchen Whitmer has called on the National Guard to help assist health officials with the outbreak. Joining us now to talk more about what's happening at the state level is Governor Gretchen Whitmer. Governor, welcome back to the show. Good morning, Stephen. Good to be with you. Yeah. So first, catch us up on what's been going on in terms of the state's response since we talked just over a week ago when we only had two confirmed cases here in Michigan. Uh, There are a lot more now. Yeah. So, you know, we knew that Michigan was going to um, confront the coronavirus just like every other state has. We opened up the State Emergency Operations Center. It's almost a month ago at this point to prepare and created a number of task forces So we've got experts sitting around the table advising um, all the actions that we are taking. We have seen this number grow exponentially. One of the reasons is um, we are bringing more testing and labs online so that we can process. But the fact of the matter is this number is nowhere near reflective of what we think we're really confronting as a state because we don't have enough tests to um, to make sure that everyone who really probably should be tested is getting tested. And so we've had to prioritize. And I think that's um, something that has created a lot of frustration, certainly on my part uh, with the federal government, but mm-hmm. of course, I think in the media and in the public. So what we're trying to um, reassure people is, you know, we should all be conducting ourselves as though we are carrying COVID-19. We should, every one of us, be practicing the physical distancing that the CDC recommends and keeping the six foot six feet away from one another and doing the um, community spread mitigation efforts that we know um, help, you know, protect people and shorten the length of time that this is going to impact our economy. Everyone really needs to do their part not to uh, panic, but to be smart about trying to um, take all of these actions. I know that a lot of people are going through hardship right now. There's been layoffs. We're out of school and the worry about what parents do with kids who are home. Um, it's real, and, and there's a lot of stress, but it's really important that um, everyone stay informed and do their part so we can mitigate the impact that this virus is going to have on our state. Uh, so on my way down to the studio this morning, I was listening to the radio and I heard a couple of different people reference that there is an expected shelter in place order coming. I want to give you the opportunity to address that. Is that a rumor or is that something that you're really thinking about? Well, maybe after this interview, you can give me their names so we can educate them (laughs) because I think it's incredibly dangerous for people to speculate and to foment fear. Um, I know that, you know, when I uh, wrote, as the 49 other governors of this country have, to the president to um, let us use the National Guard under Title um, 32, it's because we've got a lot of work we're currently doing that we could use their help with. It is, they've got medics that can help us set up um, and um, supplement the work that is being done on the front lines with tents so that we can do more testing. They've got 
logistics expertise um, to help us ensure that we're getting materials to communities that need them. And that's really the purpose of that letter, and that's the purpose of um, utilizing these phenomenal uh, people who are our neighbors and our friends to supplement the work that we're already doing. So for anyone to draw other conclusions without um, seeking to get real accurate information is just really um, irresponsible, and I want to make sure that we clarify that, and I'm grateful that you asked the question. Now, that being said, other states have taken, uh, one other state at this point in time has taken the extraordinary measure. Um, that's not something that we're contemplating at this time in Michigan, uh, recognizing that, you know, uh, things are moving swiftly, and I'm trying to make sure that we're in an aggressive stance, but that is not something that we are pursuing right now. Hmm. Um, so do we have any indication yet of how well the things that we have been doing here in Michigan are working? You were pretty quick with the idea that uh, we needed to move fast and that people needed to stay away from each other. You closed schools uh, pretty swiftly. Is this going to flatten the curve, as they say, and make sure that the spread of this virus here in Michigan is less virulent than it has been in other states? And, and when, when will we know if, if that's worked? Well, I, that's a, a really smart question, and I, I wish I could give you a definitive answer, Stephen. But here's what we do now. Countries that didn't take aggressive steps on the front end and, and take this seriously have experienced devastating consequences. You look at what's happened in Italy. None of us wants to be like Italy is right now. Um, and so these aggressive actions, while might have seemed, um, you know, uh, jarring at the beginning, I think we know now we are on the front end of, of what we have done to try to keep people safe. The problem with having too few tests is that we don't really yet have a handle on good data about how many people are carrying COVID-19. And that's why it's so incumbent on us to continue to tell the public it's on everyone to do their part to um, do the um, mitigation tactics that we know will bring down the community spread. It's it's critical. The more people that get sick, the more taxing it is on our healthcare system. The harder it is for us to treat people, and the longer this will continue to go on and impact our economy. And that's why being aggressive on the front end. Um, as I continue to talk to our medical. Um, our, our medical guide uh, in terms of our chief medical executive and the best minds in medicine across the state of Michigan and across the country. Uh, we are trying to do some modeling. It's just um, compromised because we don't have the kind of testing that we really should should be able to count on from the federal government. Mm. And as we get deeper into this, are there, I mean, there have to be conversations among you and your senior staff constantly about what might be next. And and I think that is where rumors, of course, get started that, you know, people just kind of speculate about what you may be thinking about. If you're not thinking about a shelter in place order, are there other more, you know, tighter restrictions or more aggressive actions that you think we still might need to take in the short term to, to make sure that this doesn't spread as badly as it has other places? Yeah, so we're working 24-7. Um, you know, I've got a team that is staying connected with other governors across the country. Uh, we're learning from one another. We're challenging one another. We are um, sharing our thought processes. 
you know, I've had a lot of conversation with our neighbor to the south, Mike DeWine, who's a Republican governor in Ohio, um, as well as, you know, governors across the country, because we want to make sure that we are being we're being smart and we're taking into consideration um, the length of time that this impacts our economy and supporting businesses that are, are going to struggle. We know that um, there have been a lot of layoffs. So working with our Labor and Economic Opportunity Department to assist people with unemployment. There are a lot of ramifications from each of these orders, and I can tell you they weigh heavily. Hmm. And that's why it's so critical that we have this 24-7 posture in state government to um, you know, create policy where we need to, where we can help. You know, people are very familiar with that I closed the bars and I closed the schools. What people might not be as familiar with is, is I've also lifted all regulations on weight limits right now because we've got to bring supplies into Michigan mm. and we have seasonal weight restrictions right now that I've lifted because we have to get supplies in. Uh, we I unilaterally extended unemployment benefits from 20 weeks to 26 weeks because it was critical to our ability to draw in more resources from the federal government um, in that it, the amount that we can bring in depends on what that number is. So I unilaterally improved that by a, a month and a half for people. Um, we created an opportunity for daycare uh, centers to be set up for first responders' kids so they can have the confidence um, and, and peace of mind that their children are, are being cared for while they are caring for all of us. So there are a lot of pieces that continue to evolve. I would anticipate additional actions being taken. There's none that I'm announcing right now, but um, we are moving swiftly. We're being um, very open about it when we do it. And you can have confidence that um, if action is being taken, you're going to hear it right from me. Mm. So, but I know you, you have to run, Governor, but before you go, I want to ask you the same question that I have been asking all of our listeners, which is, how are you doing? And how is this affecting you and, and your family? I appreciate that, Stephen. It's it's hard. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm I am um, I'm a Michigander. I'm resilient. I am inspired by some of the superheroes around us who continue to show up and care for other people. Um, but you know, like like lots of parents, I've got kids who are home from school. One of whom is turning 18 this weekend, and and what we had hoped to do to recognize this um, milestone in a person's life and what we're going to be able to do is very different, and it's it stinks. Mm. But the fact of the matter is, um, we've got to we've got to carry on. We've got to pers- persevere here, and we've got to um, seek out information and inspiration every single day as we're confronting this um, unprecedented crisis. Thanks for asking, though. Sure. Okay, Governor Gretchen Whitmer, great to have you here with us on Detroit Today. We will check in with you sometime soon in the future. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to hear from the superintendent of Oakland Schools about the challenges facing children and families with school canceled until next month. Stay with us on Detroit Today. 